Well, I'm just going to open the Word of God, not just, but um, I'm going to open the God, the Word of God, uh, for us for the next uh, ten minutes, uh, and then we're going to have a little bit of worship, and then we're going to baptize those eight wonderful people. Amen. So um, I just want to open uh, from uh, the book of Corinthians. My title for us today is Made New. You see, uh, Jesus Christ, he came into this world so that we could be made new in God. Yes? And uh, the wonderful journey of being made new. Chris b gave us a wonderful journey of the cross and what uh, the, the cross did for us and the blood of Christ passing over us. And... Um, this morning, I want, to, I want to look at what that means for you and I and uh, what these wonderful people who are getting baptized, what it means to them. So 2 Corinthians 5, if you've got your Bibles, verse 17 to 21. If not, it will come on the screen before us. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone and the new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us a ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them, and has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you, on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Amen? You see, God made Jesus, him who was without sin, sin, so that we could have eternal life, that we could have righteousness through God. And my first point for us this morning is from, the, from these uh, uh, verses that we find in 2 Corinthians is the promise of new life is for anyone. Yes? Do we believe that this morning, church? The promise of new life is for anyone. You see, the promise of knowing, knowing Jesus and new life is for anyone because it doesn't matter who you are, what your background is, where you've come from, how you look, anyone can have the opportunity to know Jesus. Now, I made a big mistake on Mother's Day because I said, <laughs> I made a massive mistake. I, so we're, we're, we're celebrating mums, and I say, mums come in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> and the whole congregation were really gracious, and you all went, <gasps> And I felt the punishment then. But the truth is, okay, the truth is, church, that knowing Jesus, having an opportunity to know Jesus is for anyone. And that opportunity for new life is for anyone. You see, new life is more than just knowing Jesus. I want you to know that this morning. It's being in Jesus. Do we understand that? What does it mean to be in Jesus? Well, to be in Jesus is to invite Jesus into your life. And that's what these wonderful people who are, are getting baptized, we heard Daniel say that he's been a Christian for four to five years. And on those, on those days, he, he made a decision to invite Jesus, just as the same the rest 
the other seven candidates have done. You see, choosing to live our lives like Jesus is really important. Because when Jesus lives in our lives, we choose to live our life like him. And we accept this promise over our lives. So the promise of new life is for anyone. Have we got that this morning? You see, when we accept this promise over our lives, my second point is that the old is gone and the new has come. Paul teaches us a great principle here of regeneration. As we come to Jesus by faith, we are saved, not just, forgi- not just forgiven for our sins, but we are saved from our sins. We needed a savior. We couldn't, we couldn't be that atonement for our sins, so Jesus came and paid that ultimate sacrifice for you and I. And this morning, we celebrate Christ risen. Because it is finished. It is done. It's done once and for all. So the barrier between sin and God has been broken. And when we accept Jesus into our lives, the old has gone and the new has come. We are saved. Being a new creation doesn't mean that we're perfect, though. I want you to know that. I'm not perfect. I know my wife thinks that. No, she doesn't. (laughs) She really doesn't. She knows all my imperfections, I promise you. Oh, dear, and I have many of them. (laughs) But being a Christian does not make us perfect, but it means that we're being changed. Yes? Not just changed from the outside, but we're being changed from the inside outward. You see, it is God alone who can make us a new creation. This isn't just about turning over a new leaf or getting our act together. Becoming a new creation is not something God does for us, but it's something that he does in us. Come on, church. On Easter Sunday of all Sundays, let's remember what God has done in us, what he can do in us. Maybe today you're not a Christian, But I want you to know God can transform your life from the inside out. And this is what happens. When we come to God, when we accept Jesus into our lives, the the old has gone and the new has come. But what happens is this wonderful reconciliation with God. So my last point is this, that we're made new because we're reconciled with God. We're reconciled with God. You see, God has reconciled as to himself through Jesus Christ. Through the cross, God the Father reconciled us to him. God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are working together in this wonderful image to break the barrier of sin on that cross. And when Jesus died on that cross, sin was broken. It, was, it is finished. But why did he do it? That we might have life and life to its full. Romans 6 verse 22 says this, but now that you are, have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the benefit you reap leads to holiness and the result is eternal life. You see, when we see from Romans 6 that we're dead to sin, when we ask Jesus to come into our lives, we're dead to sin. We're no longer confined by sin, or, but our sinful, nature, our sinful nature has to die on the cross as as it died with Jesus, yes? 
This means that we should look upon ourselves as dead to sin, but alive to God. Dead to sin, but alive to God. Romans, at the beginning of Romans 6 and verse 3 and 4, it says these words, Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? We are therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of our Father, we too may live a new life. We too may live a new life. You see, what we're going to witness in a short while is as our wonderful candidates get baptized, they're saying to Jesus, the old is gone and the new is coming. But as I go into the water, I say, I'm dead to my old way of life. And I choose to follow you, Jesus, all of the days of my life. And as they come out of the water, they are a new creation. See, it doesn't end there. Because in 2 Corinthians, as we, we read those words, as they come out of the waters... There's a challenge for us. And everybody else in this room who, who knows Jesus and follows Jesus, this challenge still lives in our lives today. It says these words, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors. Mm. Come on. You are an ambassador for Jesus Christ today. Remember that. This Easter Sunday of all Sundays, you are an ambassador for Jesus Christ. I don't want to embarrass Brian at all, but he, he met a gentleman this week and he invited him to church, and it's wonderful. And we praise God for that, because we're Christ's ambassadors. You see, as though God were making his appeal through us, God makes his appeal through you this morning. So this morning, church, I want us to know and remember we're, we're, we're alive. We've been made alive. We've been made new in Jesus Christ. That promise of eternal life is for anyone. The old has gone and the new has come. But we're made new because we've reconciled ourselves with God. And maybe today, just as I come to a close, you don't know Jesus. Maybe today, it's time for you to know Jesus for the first time. Maybe it's time for you to say, Jesus, I want to invite you into my life. Just as some of these brave young people have come today. So I'm going to ask us all to just bow our heads for a second. There's nothing weird about this. It's just to help us so that people don't feel embarrassed. But maybe today you want to choose to be reconciled with God. Maybe you've been away from God. And it's time to say, God, I'm going to come back to you. If that's you today, can I, can I ask you to do something really brave? Can I ask you just to put your hand in the air so that it identifies who you are? And then in a second, we're going to pray a prayer. Thank you. Thank you. 
going to give 10 more seconds. Is there anyone else? Thank you, Jesus. Okay, if you put your hand up, I'm just going to ask you to pray this prayer in your heart. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for all the things I've done wrong. I recognize that I've not lived my life how I should do. And today, Jesus, I ask for your forgiveness. Jesus, today, I ask that you come and be my Lord and Savior. I invite you into my life. I invite you to come and live in me, Lord God, to be part of my life. And I say, Lord, I choose to live my life for you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.